1948, the people in the British colony of Newfoundland faced a choice. They could become an independent dominion within the British Empire, or they could vote to join Canada in Confederation. The anti-Confederates are not going to get away with it. But St. John's was an anti-Confederate headquarters. Watch in particular the attractive bait which will be held out to lure our country into the Canadian mousetrap. Listen to the Stories Behind the History podcast for our special series, How Did Newfoundland Join Canada? Available now wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is the Secret Life of Canada Crash Course. Just a little bit of history. Hey, Leah. Hey, Fallon. So today we're going to take a brief look at arguably the friendliest war in Canadian history. Friendly and war sounds like an oxymoron. Mm. I don't think those Mm. two things really go together, (laughs) but okay. Well, I thought the same, but then I found out about the Whiskey Wars. Sounds like my kind of war, a pandemic, a war for pandemic times. Okay, tell yeah, me all I, about ab- it. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so basically in 1973, Canada and Denmark were negotiating their maritime borders. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Well, how does that work? Because Canada isn't anywhere close to Denmark. They don't even share an ocean. Yes, I know, true, but Greenland and Canada do. Greenland falls under the Kingdom of Denmark, so that's how the Danes got to the negotiating table. Anyway, so Denmark and Canada were talking ocean borders, and everything was, you know, pretty chill, until they got to one place, Hans Island. Hans Island, okay. Yes, not a Danish porn star. I'm glad you laughed at that because I wasn't sure if it was going to land. Okay, so yes, Hans Island. It's a. It's actually a very small rock named after a Greenlandic explorer, Hans Hendrik. Uh, it's located right in the middle of the Nares Strait, which is a 22-mile wide channel of very cold water smack dab between Canada and Greenland. Okay, so why couldn't they agree? What's so special about Hans Island? <laughs> I mean, insert joke here. So that's the curious thing. The island really isn't anything special. It's very, very small and barren. It's literally a rock in the middle of the ocean. It just so happens to fall within the territorial limit of each country. Okay, so both Canada and Denmark can claim it. Exactly. Even though it is believed that Hans Island was part of Inuit hunting grounds dating back to the 14th century, possibly before. Okay, so fighting over things that aren't even theirs, as is tradition. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. So Canada and Denmark didn't really know what to do about Hans Island. It's very small and it's just kind of there. So they left the issue alone for future selves to, you know, solve later. Very relatable procrastination at its (laughs) finest, I guess. (laughs) Yes. So years pass and everyone kind of forgets about the dispute. Then, in 1984, Canadian troops visit Hans Island. And when they get there, they plant the Canadian flag and they leave a bottle of Canadian whiskey. The Danes, who also claim Hans Island, send their Minister of Greenland Affairs, who arrives with the Danish flag and a bottle of Danish schnobs and a sign saying, Welcome to the Danish Island. Okay, you know, I never really got this flag thing, but I get behind leaving alcohol. Yeah, okay, okay, yes. So Canada sees that Denmark has replaced the flag and the whiskey, so they decide to go back and rectify the situation with another Canadian flag and a new bottle of whiskey and their own Welcome to Canada sign. Okay, I can see where this is going. 
Yeah, you got it. So this starts a back and forth, and each side periodically stopping by to pick up the other side's <laughs> offering and replace it with their own Canadian whiskey for Danish schnapps, a red maple leaf for a white cross. No word on where the booze ended up, though. I love this little cheeky spat. So how long did this go on for? 30 years. <laughs> 30 years? <laughs> well, 32 to be exact. Um, Canada was at war with Denmark. Until 2005. You're saying, I feel like, you know, that's Mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. that I feel like I've really missed out in my Remembrance Day, you know, solemn rememberings. So you're saying Canada was at war while Carrie Underwood was being crowned American Idol. Well, I was wearing low-rise jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, you know, she, she Carrie Underwood was crowned after the war was over. But mm-hmm. yes, it was it did definitely, you know, an odds thing. So it was, uh, it was an eventful time. Well, Jesus take the wheel indeed. So what happened in 2005 <laughs> when this all ended? Okay. Well, over that summer, things got heated. Canada's then defense minister, Bill Graham, visited Hans Island to plant the Canadian flag. A month later, Denmark retaliated by sending an actual warship to plant a Danish flag on the island. Danish officials said that an earlier flag had blown down. Neither side was willing to concede. That's when Canada's foreign affairs minister, Pierre Pettigrew, met with the Danish foreign affairs minister, Perstig Muller. Both sides agreed to meet and try and put this dispute behind them. So it just ended? <laughs> I think you wanted it to <laughs> keep going. I know, you're like, aww. <laughs> okay. But in a way, in a way it did. But they kind of just agreed to disagree, sort of. Both countries still laid claim to the island, but with less vigor. Canada and Denmark are both NATO allies, so fighting over a barren land can be risky, especially as the Arctic waters warm and ships start trying to use the Northwest Passage. Uh, Got it. So what happened next? A few years later, in 2008, an international group of scientists from Australia, Canada, Denmark, and the UK installed an automated weather station on Hans Island. And 10 years later, Denmark and Canada announced a joint task force to settle the dispute for good. Denmark and Canada, will they, won't they? What What a long... Like engagement. <laughs> I know. Well, and it was like a, they had to settle it by a drinking contest. <laughs> I wish that's not true. Um, the countries ended up commissioning a committee of Arctic experts to resolve the issue. And you know what their solution was? What? Shared sovereignty. Whoa, sharing. Revolutionary. <laughs> I, I never mm-hmm. would have thought. I know, right? Sharing never seems to really come up much. but So yes, shared sovereignty would entitle the nearest Canadian and Danish municipalities to co-manage the territory. And Hans Island would fly both Canadian and Danish flags while a bunch of Inuit people laughed in the background. And hopefully bottles of whiskey and schnapps to match. Hopefully. Well, now can, can I go get a drink? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Not schnapps, though. My God. I'm not drinking. No. (laughs) Well, uh, you know what? Some schnapps is good. Some, some schnapps is good. I had great schnapps in Germany. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.